walk through areas that are reasonably clear, but it's on the ground and we just... As a precaution, don't want gotcha. anyone to touch it. No. <laughs> but when the Forestry Club plants it here, we were sure to get in it because we're hardcore and we wanted to plant the redwoods where we thought they should be. You know, We don't want to just plant them where the uh, poison oak is not there. We want to have a diverse stand structure. Hmm. So we'll get in the poison oak. It's all part. It's like a, a rite of passage to get poison oak. Eucalyptus provides the perfect support for poison oak, creating thickets chest high. Even when eucalyptus are cut down, they often will sprout again around the stump. Also, the area has millions of eucalyptus seeds, and they germinate tenaciously. Eucalyptus will quickly make a comeback if given a chance. The growth you're seeing here that's about 12 inches high looks like a shrub. That's the tree that wasn't poisoned when we cut it or the poison didn't take. And so we'll let this grow to about three feet and we'll give it another spray. And over a couple sprayings per season within a couple of years, we would hope to, to kill that. After the land in the canyon is cleared, volunteers come in with redwood seedlings and plant them. One year they planted about 800 seedlings, the next year 1,000. Gina Lopez said planting the redwoods is popular among the forestry students. Whenever Tom says, hey, we're planting, and we'll go along. And uh, just a couple of weeks ago when we planted the area, uh, Erica Metasmith, who's also in the club, she and I planted 140 trees together. and. Uh, we marked our 140th tree, which is planted over there. So on the red flag, uh, yeah, we've <laughs> made a grove. And with the flags we marked, we put a star on each flag and made it our own little grove. <laughs> the 1991 fire in the Claremont Canyon neighborhood illustrated the unintended, deadly consequences of importing non-native trees to California. Yet the Golden State has once again initiated a massive tree planting campaign, and many of the new trees will also likely be non-native varieties. Urban foresters will plant leafy trees in order to provide shade in the arid environments of the Central Valley and Southern California. As with the eucalyptus, exotic trees might also carry unknown dangers. But more important, leafy trees demand more water than native plants, and water is the state's most precious resource. My name is Joe McBride, and I'm a professor uh, in the Department of Landscape Architecture at the University of California, and my area of specialization is in urban forestry. Way before the timber tycoons imported eucalyptus, California cities were laid out by Spanish landowners who had a minimal concern for trees. The Spanish tradition was one of not having a lot of trees in their urban areas because of the uh, more droughty conditions in Spain. So m many of the California cities were actually planned in, in Madrid. Those plans didn't call for tree planting. When uh, the Mexican War ended and Americans took over, they often initiated the planting of trees in city plazas that had been designed by the Spaniards without trees. And it's created a number of problems uh, in terms of the high demand for irrigation water to keep certain types of trees alive. As it is, California has a hard time supplying its water needs. McBride says the situation will only get worse. We're beginning to really see the effects of uh, global climate change. 
study came out that suggested that the climate of San Francisco in 50 years will be the same as the climate is today in Tijuana. Tijuana, Mexico gets about half the rainfall that San Francisco gets. That climate is going to demand a tremendous amount of irrigation water that's not being used to keep trees alive in California. So we may have to rethink our urban forests. My name's Ellen, Ellen Shea. I'm the tree care coordinator at Friends of the Urban Forest. I joined Ellen Shea on a chilly spring Saturday in San Francisco for a glimpse of what urban foresters actually do. And uh, today we're doing a volunteer tree care day. We're visiting trees that were planted through our program three years ago. We visit the young trees on a scheduled basis, automatically in the first three years, at least three visits in the first three years. And we offer the opportunity for uh, people to contract us for additional visits.